Welcome to Smart, Fabulous, and Single. I'm your host, Trisha Ann. Today, I'm going into the chat room where I usually invite ladies to share their thoughts, personal experiences, and lessons learned in relation to this week's topic. The conversations are really eye-opening, and we usually uncover nuggets to help us live this single life like a boss. So, stick around for today's episode, and if you have any questions, email me at pod at sfswoman.com. Also, if you and or your girls want to be guests in the chat room, visit the Smart, Fabulous and Single podcast page at www.sfswoman.com. Welcome back to the Smart, Fabulous and Single podcast. I am your host, Trisha Ann. Today, I'm continuing the discussion with my cousin, Nadine Lewis, on the topic love after divorce listen this is part two if you missed part one of that discussion episode 54 make sure you check it out that is where nadine discussed you know how abusive her previous marriage was how she just after making up her mind and deciding to separate just focus so much on her children there's no time for socialization there was no time to meet anybody then all of a sudden she meet the guy the guy start check her out listen isn't it interesting how when we make a shift in our lives after trauma after disappointment after failure after mistakes when we make that one shift sometimes we can move into what god really had in store for us so here it is she's gone through this trauma this abusive marriage separates starts to focus on herself and her children starts to learn about herself starts to decide if ever she is to at first she says she's not getting married again but she recognizes in any event if she ever decides to get into another relationship there are things she has to do differently and so she starts to work on herself focuses heavily on her children and she's now at a new location and this guy sees her and starts to pursue her and it was just this one little thing that made her change her mind about not being married again so if you really want to hear the full story which is really very exciting make sure to check out episode 54 but in this episode we continue the discussion and make sure you listen to the full episode how how long have you been married now? We have been married ten years. March going wow. married ten years. Wow! But we have been together for seventeen. What? We never know for so long. Wow. Yes, congratulations. Yes. From two thousand and three was yes. the first date. Yes, so yeah. we were friends and dating for seven years. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Mm. And um, in that time, you became a Christian yes right was there anything about that you know coming into to to christendom coming into the kingdom of god that had implications for your your friendship then your relationship and now marriage yes yes it did um well i should mention that he was also a divorcee okay wow okay he was also a divorcee and a newer divorcee and that's probably why it's, we dated for such a long time because I picked up two or three years into the relationship that he was not ready because he, he would have been newer at 
you know, going through his, his own um, thing. So he was not ready and I didn't want to push because having him the experience, I understood. Right. And he also had children as well. And so I'm sure he would also have the same concerns that I did, you know, a woman coming into his children's life, how would they feel about it? You know, and he and he he's very involved in his children's life. But as it went on, and you know, sometimes you just you don't even have to discuss it, you just know that this is where it is going now. Yes. Because we are so deep in the relationship. You know, things are just gelling, the families are coming together, which was another important thing for us. What what we find, Trish, is that it is so important for family backgrounds to be, it don't have to be the same, but there should be some similarities. And that's what made it good for us and probably easy. And, and when you don't have that, it's harder. So it was easy for my family to accept him. It was easy for his family to accept me because we shared such similar backgrounds in terms of values, outlook, goals, and so forth. So, you know, when you're coming to that point that, well, it's just only a matter of time. And actually, he was the one who, after we bought, we decided we were going to buy a house together. And he was the one who said, boy, Nadine, you know, we live at this house now. And there are several churches very near us. You need to find one, a church and start going to church. Him telling me this, you know, he's not a Christian. <laughs> but he's telling me this. Um, there was a church just around the corner from us and I said, you know, no, I'm not going to go to that one. I'm going to go to my church that I started going to as a teenager. And I started attending and without, without people planning it on a good Friday morning, I just took the altar call. I don't even remember walking to the altar. I just sat there and said, you know, what am I waiting for? Uh, without discussing it with him or anything, of course, you know what that means now. I live together, one party is Christian, and, but he was so supportive. It was an easy matter of the truth, never easy, <laughs> because you live in a house together, you buy a house together. I can't turn a Christian and say, boy, bossy, you have to move out now, you know. So we had to make it work out um, under the, the circumstances. But the good thing was that he was very supportive of my decision, as hard as it was for us to, to move on. And by the next year, we got married. By the next year, we got, as I said, we didn't even plan it. We're just talking together one day, and we just say, we just start talking about a wedding day. <laughs> you know, no proposal, none of those fancy ring hiding in, no box or cake or whatever. We just started because, as I say, we just went, got to a point where we knew that this was the right thing to do. Right. And so here it is now. You're, you had already, because you were not a Christian mm. and he wasn't a Christian either. Right. You had already purchased the house, mm-hmm. but, but then you, you did the altar call. And right. so you just had to make some decisions about okay, I have to be the Christian, mm-hmm. but within my context, I know it's hard for me it's, to say you move out or me move right, out. Right, right. Right, okay. So, so, but you were doing a Christian thing and he was supportive. supportive yes, he was supportive. It. And he was coming to church with me one or two times because when I was going to be baptized, my minister called me in a meeting and asked me, who is this man that, that, that comes to church with me? Yeah, I was honest with him. I told the minister that this is my partner. 
we bought a house together. He's very supportive of my Christian work. And whilst we're not married yet, it is something in the pipeline. We just have not discussed it. But you know when you reach that stage, Trish. You know, so I, I, I just have to tell them. <laughs> You know, church people notice everything. Yeah, and that's good that you told them because, and, and I want to say this because, you know, I know of situations where women feel like they have to hide it. Mm -hmm. and, and whether church, the church you go to accept it or not, God doesn't want us to hide it. And that is when the enemy comes in and takes and snatches and causes havoc if we're not careful because the things that are done in the dark yeah. create more dark than yeah. can create light so yeah. i appreciate you you bringing that perspective in fact but then i, I said yes that when i even said to charles i said charles i've decided to take this walk and if it is god's will that we remain together we will be together and if it is that you're not supposed to be in my life i'm going to take you out of my life wow. so that's what i said to him i said if you are if we are to be together we'll be together and i just left it there right but then praise god hallelujah amen <laughs> the hallelujah and all of these things yes. he's a christian now yes yes right and, yes, and i mean that is amazing yes. you know six years now and wow. he's an elder too <laughs> yes child talk of the story yes, and I think sometimes we feel like we, we kind of rushing it because we feel like becoming a Christian means that we have to run ahead of things and run mm -hmm. ahead of God. But look at God. Look, look at, at God. God look at because God. he became a Christian too. Mm -hmm. You know, and yep. it's, all in his time. Yeah, all, all in his time. time. All in God's yeah. time. And, and mm -hmm. it's not to say, though, that we must be willy-nilly about it. Mm -mm. Oh, no. We have but, to be prayerful about it. Ah, right. Prayerful and and we know, like you said, you had to take certain decisions mm -hmm. and you had to have certain talks with him. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it's clear from the conversation, from what you have shared, that um, when we become Christians, it doesn't mean that we now have to put a noose around anybody's neck or oh. a block on anybody's head mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, cover over people or, you know, no. or mm -hmm. anything like that. You know what I mean? We have to be just be very careful that, and, and I am saying this ladies listening in because mm -hmm. that is exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I've heard so many men say something similar that you know when the woman becomes a christian it's almost like she forgets that we had a friendship mm -hmm, she forgets true. that we're trying to do this together mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and, you know and and sometimes unfortunately we become very legalistic about it. yes yes you know? and, we, and we and we pressure the men which is not fair to them because all along you weren't a christian you know no you turn a christian you want him to turn a Christian to because you you can't you have to let them make their own decision. You encourage them because we'll get up and he'll decide to go to church this Sunday at the time and then another Sunday. So you're not going to church this morning? No. I just leave it. You right. just so you know God doing him thing. Uh -huh. You just leave right. it. Nobody say, you know, quarrel with him and say, Boy, oh, you go to church last week, but you can't go to church, you know. They go to church in their own time. What you need to do is live your life so that they will see that this Christian thing is 
good something, man. We need to go to church to wash a happy. We want right. happy too. <laughs> Which is what I think. Um, I think it's in First Peter, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. The scripture about the, uh, the 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 woman who's a Christian and her right. man that is not, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and how we should um, just demonstrate. Demonstrate, yeah, yeah. You know, yep, yep, have yep, the kind yep. of character that and mm-hmm. and love and support and whatever mm-hmm. that will make him want to know yes us, as you said you know yes yeah right mm-hmm. so I, I i mean i really appreciate that mm-hmm. well Nad, listen um is there anything you know that you want to share other than what you shared so far which was just so interesting and amazing <laughs> and exciting for me again because yes i shall remarry in jesus name <laughs> but is there anything else like any tips or you know other tips rather that you want to share well, with one you? of the yeah. things i would want to say is if you're a christian and you're now divorced whether you were a christian before or you became a christian after and you are looking for someone look for a Christian man. Yes, we just said that, you know, um, you can live the, the, the life and 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 um, let, the, let the partner see kingdom behavior and, 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 and want to desire, have that desire to come into the church. But then that is in a situation where both of you were, were not Christians before one became a Christian and so you, you want to give some encouragement. But as a Christian, look for a Christian husband who share the same values as you. You share common backgrounds. You share common goals because you want to build a life together. One of the things I recognize, Trisha, when I took my first wedding vows, it was more like, as I say, it's, it's a magical fan- fantasy day. You're going to get married and you go to the church and you say, yeah, I do. When I took my second vows as a Christian, it had a totally different meaning to me, completely different meaning. It's as if the first time I didn't even recognize that I was standing in a church in front of God. In the second vow, you were so aware that you are taking this oath in front of God and making a promise not only to be your husband to be but to God that you're gonna do these things and because of that for me I do everything to ensure that I don't break that covenant because you, it, it, you, 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 because you have this reverence and fear of God you don't want to make you know you, you, have, to say, you have to remind yourself that you took an oath and even when you have your liquid you got any any marriage is gonna have their ups and downs and so but then you pull up yourself and you say this is for the long haul whatever it takes to make this work i promise god that i would make this marriage work and that's and that's what i would want to leave with persons that when you take a vow a marriage was a christian it ought to mean something serious that's a very, very serious vow for me. You know, I really love that because just based on this um, discussion, what I'm getting from you is 
sometimes the first time around we were not mature enough either mm-hmm. one of us whether it was the man or the woman right. regardless of who did the worst uh, mm-hmm. the, the 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 you know that was more abusive or whatever right. whatever it doesn't even have to just be about abuse but that neither one of us were necessarily mature enough that the second time around for it to be better there must be some level of maturity mm-hmm. and that maturity must also look at values common goals common mm-hmm. backgrounds and so on which is i mean that that's gold right there that you just mm-hmm. shared mm-hmm. and also that god must be the center of oh, your yeah. decision definitely and definitely. drive how you move forward mm-hmm. to help you not to to fall apart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. and as i said before you have to keep because our personalities are well formed by the time you reach 40 45 you know right personality is well formed 40 45 years of conditioning that does not change overnight and you must keep assessing yourself so that you don't make those mistakes that you made. You, you, you must be aware that you're not perfect and the other person is not perfect either. And you will make mistakes. You, you must be willing to apologize. You must be willing to step back and say, well, you know, I did it wrong. Let me read it. I did it wrong this time, you know. You have to own up. Right. You have to own up to your mistakes. Always assess yourself. Both of you, not just, you know, both of you have to have to have that between you that you, you can assess yourself and be frank with each other. Or, or or you won't be able to move forward. And don't use your previous marriage. You know, so them, them say use use somebody as fat fry me. Yes. Don't yes. yes. Do not. But you have to let Bible do not use your previous marriage to judge your current marriage. Two different persons, two different situations. Even if the thing looks similar. Even if it looks similar. And even if you think it, keep it to yourself. <laughs> keep right. it to yourself. Right. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Right. Find a way how you're going to work this through. Uh, there, there are two things that I want to set it out. This is why one in First Corinthians thirteen, the Word of God tells us not to keep record of wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That's exactly what it's talking about. Yeah. Yes. Somebody yes. does something. That's that's what love. Love does not keep right wrong. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I want to say. Yes. Go ahead. This is the thing about love. Is not butterfly and your stomach in knots and your you, you have up all these emotions. Love is a verb. Yes. Love is Preach a it, verb. sister. It's not a noun. It is a verb. It's what you do, what the person does, how you show the love, how you show the care. It's not when you see him dress up and look nice and, and handsome and heart flutter and say, but I love him, you say. No. You must do, both of you, you must right. be doing to express that love and yes of course you're gonna tell your spouse boy honey i love you or whatever but it's not the, it's not the emotion if you love somebody you're gonna do the things to make them happy and vice versa listen i am all for that i believe that it is all about actions the emotions are there but they're yes. not the priority thing the priority because emotions can when you get upset with somebody you're going to feel out of love. Right. <laughs> so yes. you cannot base it on that. 
Right. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And and what you have shared that strikes me too is clearly if we are willing to be introspective, recognize red flags, yes. um, process this whole process of transitioning out of divorce into the possibility of marriage mm-hmm. and just build the foundation and friendship and so on and, yeah. and, and ensure that you have certain things that are compatible and complementary and so on, mm-hmm. that love can happen after oh, yes. divorce. Yes, it can. We just say praise Amen. Jesus, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> well, Nad, listen, I'm, this was really very fun for me and very mm-hmm. exciting. And I, I really appreciate you sharing because, you know, some of us out there think that, you know, once you get divorced, as I said, uh, it's downhill and we should close ourselves mm-hmm. off. You even said it. You were just like, never yeah, again. Yeah. But here you are now, 17 years later, 10 of those marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I see you, I see you both. And it, <laughs> let me tell you, ladies, this is, this is a marriage to look up to, right? <laughs> and Nadine is not pretending like everything is perfect. That's mm-hmm. not what it's about. But it certainly is the way that they have brought their two families together. Both yeah. of them have children. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and extended family members like grand, um, the grandparents and yes. so on. And yet they've brought it together. You would not know. You, unless you knew the story, you would not know. Because it's like, yeah, you would see them and think, okay, these guys have been married forever. <laughs> All the children are. Yeah. Um, so sometimes when I'm out with his kids, there people think I'm their mother, and <laughs> and yeah. versa. Right. And so I'm excited because this this is living proof that there is love. We can find really real love. Did I just say that? Really real? Yeah, really real <laughs> love after divorce. Boy, Nads, thank you so so much. I yeah. love it. And um, congrats and every blessing to the both of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, as I said, this is this is a role model kind of love. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Thanks for having me, Trisha. I'm happy I was able to share, and I hope uh, it would it would be an inspiration to someone out there. Yeah, man. Bless up yourself, Nan. Thank <laughs> you. Bless you too. Thank you for listening to Smart, Fabulous, and Single. If you loved it, please download, subscribe, rate, and share it. Then head over to our website at www.sfswoman.com to access show notes and other fantastic bonus content and resources and to sign up as a guest. You can also sign up to continue the conversation in our Facebook group. If you want to share topic ideas, email me at pod at sfswoman.com. Okay, so thanks again and don't forget to join me for new episodes Mondays to Fridays. You can also connect with me on FB and IG at Smart, Fabulous and Single. And remember, what you have on the inside of you is far greater than your circumstances, weaknesses and fears. So you already have everything you need to live life successfully.